Wisconsin's afternoon news is on the air. Broadcasting live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in beautiful downtown Milwaukee. Here's John McCure. All right, everybody, hope you're doing great. Wyatt is in for Sandy. Greg is here. Debbie is here. And Adam is producing the show this afternoon. This is a very strange story that Greg Matzik found. <laughs> I probably didn't even tell you. I didn't need to t- tell you it was a Greg story because it's so odd that you would have probably guessed because you you find these quirky, fun little stories. Yeah, I don't know how fun this is because it does make you think of your own mortality, <laughs> but nonetheless, it's different. It's about a company that will design a casket for you that doesn't just look like a, a maple or a steel casket. Right, it's you can make it look like fun. a London phone booth if you want. Exactly, or a, uh, I have a almond here, joy a, wrapper, a Dyson vacuum cleaner box. <laughs> uh, that's somebody who really loves vacuum cleaners. Uh, they have Star Wars themed caskets. They have Game of Thrones themed caskets. Harry Potter. I'm looking at one that looks like it would be a DVD box for a Harry Potter movie. Uh, whiskey. That's more interesting. The Game of Thrones box coffin looks just like it would if you were buying this in target at the checkout line. right if you're buying like the dvd set yeah. i don't even know if they still do that anymore but nonetheless that's kind of what it looks like so if they've got officially branded stuff so it's licensed then yeah but it goes in the be. it goes in the ground though so you don't really have to worry about, i don't think you have to worry <laughs> is about it copyright infringement if it's six feet under I, it would have to be licensed to some degree if you're putting <laughs> brands on it i would have to think i would think so so we're very organized, and we have an estate, and we have a trust, and we have everything very organized. I've never thought about what my coffin will look like. Yeah. I guess that's part of it, right? You could have I a sh- WTMJ-branded coffin. That's what I was wondering. Could yeah. I have a Wisconsin's radio station on the side of my coffin? Sure. Would the station make me pay for that? From the <laughs> Annex Wealth Management coffin in beautiful downtown <laughs> Milwaukee. And pump the station in there for you. That's right. I wonder how the Bucks would feel if I wanted a Bucks logo on there. You know Fagan would charge me for I, that. I think that would be endearing. Yeah, it'd be, right? It'd be nice. Have you, have you thought about what you want your coffin to look like? I'm not going to have one. There, there will Are be you no getting coffin. cremated? There, 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 I, it, you already gonna, know what you're doing? This is going to sound very strange, but I'm claustrophobic, so there's going to be no coffin. Are you going to... My mom is, I, I think, the exact the re- same way I understand for that exact same reason. Do you want your ashes distributed somewhere? Will you be buried in a calabarium? What do you want? Sprinkle me on Aaron Hills, and I'll be a, is that what you want? I'll be a happy man. Have you discussed this? Like, seriously, no. Uh, no, but there will be no coffin. Okay. You should get that taken care uh, of. I know, and I've got my friends at Annex that'll help us out with that. Yeah, they will. Stuff, That's, but, I went through the team at Annex, and they make um, it very, very easy. I don't like thinking about it, to be sure, but there will be no coffin. You've thought about it. I've thought about it to that, that degree. Clear. That so just sounds bit, very unappealing to me. A little bit related to this in terms of cremation, Carrie Fisher was ahead of the curve on this one. She was famously, uh, she, her ashes are contained in a uh, large novelty Prozac pill that she had had for years because she thought it would be funny. And so she was ahead of the curve on these themed coffins. Uh, she had talked about it That's on talk funny. shows for years. That. And when she sadly passed a few years back, yeah. it, they showed it. Could oh, he have custom insane. urns? Could he? Could he? Could well, that's he what I'm thinking. Is urn? that's the next? Uh, that's the next level. Yeah. Is they got John, to expand. John, yeah. John is a big fan of Barbara Eden uh, as a young boy. So oh, could you have I an was. I Dream of Jeannie bottle yeah. for you? Exactly. Yeah, you hit on something. I think Michelle should wear an outfit like that to my funeral. <laughs> okay, there you go. Yeah, I Dream of Jeannie outfit. All bases covered. <laughs> it's four thirteen at WTMJ. Hey, we got something really cool coming up here. One of the coolest new places in town is the Barrel Yard, the Line of Kugel Barrel Yard, out at the ballpark. It is really quite. An awesome space. The general manager is with us here today on the day that they roll out two new brews exclusively at the ballpark. We'll do that right after the break here on WTMJ. Pop a top again. 
just got time for one more round. Oh, this is such an exciting day. The J-Line and Kugel Barrel Yard opening up. Uh, they've been open for the season, but two new brews beginning tonight as the Orioles are in town. And we are excited to be joined on the show by Kevin Jazuski. He's the GM for sports service out there at American Family Field. Kevin, thank you so much for joining us in the studio. Well, thanks. Thanks for having me, and uh, thanks for... Wanting to have try some beers with me and um, oh, yeah. talk a little bit about Barrel Yard. Yeah, so we're going to get to the beer in a second. Um, I had lunch out there on Memorial Day, and it was fantastic. I mean, the view, everybody knows the view. The food is good. I mean, it's really good food. It's big portions. And there's how many tap beers out there, Liney Beers? There's 16 tap beers. Oh, my beers. God. That's like being in Chippewa Falls. Yeah, just like Chippewa Falls. Um, we have some of the unique, unique beers that they have in Chippewa Falls over in uh, Milwaukee, American Family Field. So it's it's a unique location unique right on the, the field there and you can watch the grass grow you can watch like you said set up for a concert yeah so i saw that a lot of things that are always happening on the field um how's it been as far as business how's business been business has been great i mean we're just coming off the george Strait concert yeah. so we had a, a, over forty thousand people in the park there were a lot of people you know in house drinking a line of kugel beer eating our food um business has been really good our lunch crowd is um is picking up and is, is doing really well the food, the portions, uh, all good positivity from the fans, from the customers. You know, we're just launching our lunch menu as well. So we'll have, you know, little lighter lunches. Mm-hmm. We do have, you know, bratwurst and best of the worst and steaks. And then, so it's a little bit heavier and heartier. But these lunch portions will be a little bit lighter and easier to come out for lunch and um, on a nice day. So how does it work as far as... If I want to see the game, can I watch the game from there? Is there a ticket package? Do I buy a ticket for the restaurant? Is it first come, first serve? How do the tables where you can see the game work on game day? Yeah, great question, great question. So there's two areas, the home run deck and the bullpen, where you can you know go on MLB.com through, through Brewers and buy a ticket, or you can call and buy a ticket. So they're called manifested seats, so you can buy a ticket of four, um, watch the game. You get a food and beverage credit um, to watch that game. So that's your seat for the actual game. Um, and then we also have seating where you can walk in and ask for a table and just sit down. So there's manifested seats, and then there's where you can walk in. And, and then also we have the tap room, which you might have just seen on TV. That's, that's very pretty. Walk up really quick and grab a quick beer. Kevin Jazuski is with us from American Family Field. All right, let's get to it. So today's a big day. Two brews that are brewed there, right, are being sold for the first time today? Yep. We just tapped them a few hours ago. Wow. It was brewed last week. Um and we just tapped uh, a few hours ago. It's and we we don't get a lot, or you know, is the freshness of the beer, right? So sometimes you buy a four pack or yep. twelve pack in the stores, and it might not be tapped, you know, that morning like these are. Yep. So those two beers are really fresh. Um, you can taste um, a lot of citra, a lot of hops in those beers, and we're really excited. And they're they're the first that, that came out of that brewery. So. All right, so I got the leadoff lager here. Well, I take a sip. Tell me about the leadoff lager. The leadoff lager is uh, dry hopped, um, so it is a lager. It's going to be really crisp, but you're going to get easy. a little bit of a little bit of hop on there. So that's kind of fun, you know, to play around with. You it's can happier have it than on. most lagers, actually. Yeah, it's got a dry hop on it, and if you smell it, you'll get a lot of the aroma from it. So um, the ABV is one point or five point one five. So easier mm-hmm. if you could think of a domestic beer from three to four percent. Just a little bit more, but it's great while you're watching the the Brewers beat the Oreos, you know. <laughs> and you can literally only get this at American Family Field. You can only get it at American. That's Family, so and cool. We have a limited supply, so as you can see, the the brewery is only so big. Um, so it's it's going to be on tap until it's out. It's a know? lager, but I would say it's like a it's like an entry level IPA. If yeah. you're if you're sensitive right. to IPA or just sort of want to get there, but maybe IPAs are too hoppy for you. 
This is like an introductory. Yeah, that's right? a good way to describe it. Yeah. So you, if you're trying two beers like we are today, it's good to start with that. Um, you can really smell really, the hops. You can smell them, yeah. yeah. That's, that's a citra. Good. There's a special yeah, citra it's a really hop. good finish, too. So yeah. will you sell out of these local uh, limited edition brews that you do just out there? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, just hope we get it for a few days. So I'd say stop in, buy a ticket to the game, come try a, one of our new brews and watch, you know, the brewers beat the Oreos. Um, that sounds good coming out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. It's a good bird-watching beer, for sure. Yeah, yeah. bird-killing bird beer. All right, let's try the next one. So uh, I set the lager down. So this is a double-play IPA. What you're going to get is a little more bitter. If you like IPAs, it's, it's a little more bitter. Um, it has a fun Idaho gem hop. You know, that's kind of beer mm. technology. But you get a lot of fruitness with it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with uh, there's an Eldorado um, hop. So it's it's I think it's clean. I think it's crisp. It is filtered. Sometimes you see those hazy beers yeah. that are real cloudy. But yeah, um, it's all you know, preference for people. I personally like where it's filtered. So I, I love this beer, and I think this it's doesn't great. smell as hoppy. The hoppiness aroma isn't as pronounced as in the lager, but it definitely you can feel the hops when you drink the beer. But the the hoppiness smells more in the lager. Yeah, yeah. So there's an art to brewing beer, right? And and Corinne is our brewer on site. Mm, that's good. She is doing a fabulous job. Um, she was just on uh, TV on this morning, and she's creative. She has a lot of ideas for what's coming out in the, f- the future. So I'd say stay tuned. There's a lot of fun mm. new beers coming out. You know, typically in the Midwest, we are not people of extremes, right? So you, you get your hazy New England IPA. That's very distinct. You get mm-hmm. your California IPAs, which are just uber hoppy. This feels like a, a good in-between. This is like the Midwestern IPA, where it's it's not too much one thing or the other. It seems to kind of split the difference. It does. It does. And some of those IPAs, you can get really uh, high in the ABVs. Yeah. So yeah. this is you know, from the baseball. sevens, maybe. Eight, yeah, sevens, eights. It's easy. Go. Okay. I mean, I, there's tens, there's twelve percents, and this is easy. Like in baseball, you're watching a game for yeah. two, two and a half hours, and you can have a couple of these. One. Yeah, you can have a couple. So you, yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a huge beer fan, but I like. I like both of these. They were. They were. They they're, were. They're good. really easy. I'm losing the. I can't participate in the smell conversation. But yeah, uh, he smell. why did you just slam yours over there? You're kind of <laughs> sipping on mine. No, I. Why I have to play play more. No, I have to work three hours later than well, you. I'm taking small sips. I know. So Kevin, how will this work? As far as you got these two now, they'll be here for a few days. Are you obviously your brewmaster is already working on the next one? How often do you hope to have something new there? Uh, we'd like to say every week or two. Wow, so we that's only cool. get you know they call it a three barrel system, but it gives us about six kegs. So okay. six kegs, you know, depending on the size of the beer, could be five to six hundred beers out of there, and depending how many people come to the park. I mean, I'd like to say we can last a whole week and with this with the turnstile numbers that we'll get, but we don't know. We're going to sell it until it's sold out. So come come, buy a ticket to the game and, and get a great beer. And what's even really good about these beers, they they're, they drink really well with our food in Barrel. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can imagine, I don't know if you guys are bacon people, but we have. Oh, yeah. Uh, definitely. We yeah. have a great bacon, and um, I don't know if you had it on Memorial Day, but it's you know it's hanging and it's dripping into potato yeah. salad. It's called yeah. if you know the brand Newskis. Yeah, yeah, Newskies, yeah. Uh, bacon, <laughs> and then we also have you know good Wisconsin favorites like fried chicken, basically um, pressure fried chicken. I think um, I had a Cubano, and my wife had like it looked like a pot roast sandwich. That's not what it was, but roast um, beef sandwich. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Pastrami. Yeah. It was incredible. Yeah. It was really good stuff. All right, so get out to the barrel yard. Uh, you can buy tickets to the game. Kevin told you about that. Or go out there when it's not a game day. That's what I like to do. Go out there for lunch. Go out there for dinner. They're open. It's a beautiful view of the field, and the food is absolutely fantastic. 
Kevin Jazuski is the general manager of sports service at American Family Field. Great new beers out there and a lot of liney choices. Kevin, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks for inviting me. This is such good stuff. Wisconsin's Afternoon News on WTMJ. So yesterday, Apple says that their biggest hardware development in several years is that they're rolling out a VR headset. You know what that is, right? It's a headset where you can see different things in there. We thought this was super cool. One of our teammates actually has a different version. It's made by Oculus. It's their headset. And so Debbie Lazaga, who's kind of our tech person, said, yeah, I would check this out. And she's with us live in the studio. You should watch it by going to WTMJ.com and hit the watch live button there. Deb, this thing is pretty big on your it is head. huge does and it, it feel is, heavy it's yes i would say yes that that it does definitely feels heavy um i'm not sure i could spend like an, an entire afternoon with this thing on um i'm hoping i would hope that the apple one's a little bit lighter so what are give we going to be looking at you're going to be doing what with right the headset i'm going to be i'm going to be riding a roller coaster Ooh, fun God okay do you all. like roller coasters i like roller coasters okay. i really do so that's a good start um the right now what i see is kind of pixelated right now um and i see a big screen in front of me that has the pause replay settings button stuff like that and i've got great big long blue arms you got big controllers you're holding a controller yeah, two in each controllers hand in each, one controller in each hand and then around the outside it's like a hollow deck grid yeah and i see like like mountains along the side like as if this is part of the theme park I would all right imagine. so take us through this go ahead okay, and hit so it, I'm gonna play hit, it I'm and gonna then hit talk play. us through what's what's happening okay resume okay oh okay. okay it's okay i'm in the front of the thing and it's like a minecart kind of thing i'm turning to the right <laughs> i'm feeling vibration in my hands Okay, we're rolling along. Oh, birdies. Look at so that. So you're on the roller okay. coaster. I'm on the roller coaster and we're moving forward. About to go in. Thank you. <laughs> it feels like there's a breeze. Woo! Woo! The rocks falling on the tracks. Oh, my goodness. Okay. You, like, gonna... jo- you like jerked back. Yes. I'm going down now. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> like your whole body's moving. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is weird. Does it feel like you're on the roller coaster? It feels, all I feel are like the vibrations in my hand. Ooh, geez, rocks. Yeah, got it. Um, and, Sounds um, like there's some safety issues at that amusement park. I know. Whoa, my boulder. Oh. Do you have your harness on? <laughs> Duck Hi, your whole Mr. Body. Guy up in the top there. There's a guy. Hi, always waving at me. Hi, no, don't. He's got a, he's got a dynamite plunger. Oh, <laughs> he blew something up. Deb's like crouching and ducking and it, looking over. Why are you looking behind you? Okay, I can, you look I can see behind me. Yeah, there's stuff behind me. There's like, I can see the tree. Huge massive boulders just. Okay, so it, so the helmet that you're wearing is quite a bit more, I don't know. You guys don't hear anything, It right? looks like triple the size of what the Apple one is. Yeah. The I Apple one looks the, like right. ski goggles. Can you this hear a little looks, bit? This looks yeah, like we, a welding I can hear helmet. the track rattling yeah, you're right, a little bit. Right. Your helmet looks um, big. Okay, is I'm, it realistic? Do you feel like you're on the roller coaster? Yeah, I'm feeling a little dizzy right at the moment because it's like, it's not matching with what my ears are. You know, like with your balance in your ears. Yeah. And we're talking to you, so that doesn't yes, make it easier. that's true. You look oh. startled. Well, <laughs> this is pretty funky. I'm about to go down a very massive hill. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, baby. So Apple, what Apple says is that they're, they're, this is the next step. If it's this good and they deliver on their promise, keep up, wolf. We'll be oh even God. beyond this. This isn't the best quality of, of graphics, by the way. It's not the best quality in the world. You can definitely tell it's a computer. But I'm feeling a little like, woo, baby. 
Would like, you consider the Apple deal? Not for the amount of money they're asking yeah, for. It's it. a lot Holy of money. Mac- I would be definitely willing to try it for sure. Like this would be freaking wild. Okay. I can see how people would get really freaked out as far as being dizzy and stuff. Oh, no, not another plunger. No, dyn- no dynamite man. Do not blow <laughs> Debbie, up the... Debbie's shaking her arms. No, She's ooh, crouching. Oh, okay, that was good because it blew nervous. a massive boulder off of the track. So maybe thank he's you. your friend. Yay. Now or it's on another not. part of the track. <laughs> okay, so now we're going on a massive hill, going up a massive hill again. Who needs Splash Mountain? If you've ever been on Raging Bull <laughs> at Great America, yeah. this is the top of that hill. I do not like that one. <laughs> Does that mean you're getting ready to go down the hill? I'm about ready to go down. You look nervous. The hill. You oh, look scared. Holy cow! Why is my body leaning back? Your, your, your shoulders are tense. I don't understand why my body's are body's doing. You you look crap. tense. I don't understand this. <laughs> you're this trying is to so smile. Weird. Okay, up and over. Big huge loop. Here we oh, go. Oh, Maynard. Okay. <laughs> Through a hole in a cave. Of course, we have a cave. Of course. Yeah. So right, this Deb, is long. We're going to wrap you up. Okay. Thank you for being a good sport. Hey, John, you got to try this, though. Mm, yeah, Seriously, I don't know about dude, that. you got to try this. Here, right, I'm going to pause maybe it. Maybe I'll try it. I'm going to pause it. Dude, Deb, you're you a good sport. You can take your helmet off you now. Totally. Oh, I, there's no time. Out of time. Oh, yeah. I, I can't. Yeah, I think now it's time to put it on, John. I can set it to break. I can do whatever we need to do. Yes. All 444 right. and WTMJ. John McCure is now wearing the Oculus Whoa, helmet. He's crazy. holding on to the joysticks. I see. I can see. I can see the gray. Are you on the roller coaster? Okay, see the thing on the left hand. Yeah. You point it towards the pause button. There you go. Now you got it in your hand, and Get John's going to engage the roller. Are you going to go for a roller coaster ride, John? Uh, I might need help, Adam. See, this isn't working. <laughs> okay. What a I can't see what he's doing either. So that's the it thing says room scale boundary, stationary boundary. Okay. Oh, okay. John, Adam, you need to come in. John will get this sorted out. Okay, we'll head we'll to break it. here. We'll do it another time. No, we'll keep it going here through the break. John will keep it on, and uh, we'll head to a uh, break here. We'll be back momentarily. Keep streaming Ooh, along I with us. See 445 and WTMJ. Dr. John Raymond is the president and CEO of the Medical College of Wisconsin. He is with us live this afternoon. Dr. Raymond, thank you so much for being with us. Thanks, John. Glad to be here. I want to ask you about the difference between an MD, a PA, and a nurse practitioner. I've seen all three when I've been at the doctor over the course of the last year. I used to always go to an MD, and I love my doctor. But now I've seen a a PA. Last time I saw a nurse practitioner. Do they all do the same thing when you're talking about your primary care? Um, Yeah, thanks. Really great question. Um, They can do the same things, and each of the different uh, practices, MD or doctor of osteopathy, DOs, are who you would traditionally call a a doctor, and that's somebody that has four years of undergraduate, four years of medical school, three to seven years of specialty training, so about 11 to 15 years of education before they can practice. Um, Advanced practice nurse prescribers have four years of a nursing degree and then two, at least two years of either a master's or doctoral level training um, through the nursing discipline. A PA has four years of undergraduate experience and then 28 months of PA school. The PA school curriculum is modeled very similarly to the medical school curriculum. So there are some subtle differences between the, the different practices. Each practitioner can see patients they can order tests, and they can prescribe medications, including narcotics, in most U.S. states. 
all three professions also are certified nationally through a national board exam and then licensed by individual states. Um, there, there are some differences between the groups. Obviously, the degree of education and training are different, um, although a lot of those differences can be made up by practical experience. Nurses can practice independently in at least 26 states in the U.S., Washington, D.C., Guam, and the Northern Mariana Islands. Um, PAs typically practice under the supervision or partnership with a, with a physician. And so I'm not aware of any states in which PAs can practice completely independently. The main message, though, is we need all of those professions. Um, they get great education and great training, and they have their place in the healthcare system. Doctors can't do everything. There are 1.1 million doctors in the U.S., and we're probably short a couple of hundred thousand physicians. So the 300,000 advanced practice nurse prescribers and the 150,000 PAs that are out there practicing fill a lot of those gaps, and they do it very, very well. So my two favorite doctors are Dr. John Raymond and Dr. Frank McCann, who's my primary care guy. Are there things that you guys, you two, can do that my PA cannot do? Um, I guess that depends on the PA and their training, but in general, um, there's a a higher level of specialization in uh, for physicians in most of the work they do. But again, not all. It really depends on the situation. And one of the things I want to make sure everyone knows: MCW is the largest employer of advanced practice nurses and PAs in the state of Wisconsin. So we have a collaborative practice model, and we really do expect our um, APNPs and our PAs to practice at the top of their licensure so they can do many, many things. So I never heard of this five years ago, and maybe I was naive and it was just starting. Ten years ago, I'm positive I never heard of this. Is there an acute shortage of doctors, which you alluded to? Is it cheaper for health systems to hire PAs and NPs? Why is this proliferation happening? Well, really great questions. First of all, we've had a chronic shortage of physicians in the U.S., both primary care and specialty physician shortages um, that have not actually improved, even though medical schools have increased the number of graduates that they they put out. Um, and so other professions are filling in those gaps, and they're doing it very, very well. You know, we haven't mentioned other specialties like genetic counselors or pharmacists who also are filling in a lot of the roles that traditionally would have uh, been filled by physicians. Um, I want to stress that the quality of health care in the U.S. is outstanding, that these practitioners um, really can do a fa- fabulous job, and all of them know when to seek help. Yeah, the PI I went to recently, incredible. I, I mean, she was smart and educated and did everything that my doctor does. Uh, I want to move on to another topic. Drug costs are leading millions in the U.S. to not take medications as prescribed. Boy, this seems like a really bad idea, Dr. Raymond. It is, and it's not new, though. Um, drugs are really expensive. They constitute almost 10% of U.S. healthcare costs, estimates of about $400 billion a year. To put that in perspective, the share of total physician and dentist salaries in the United States is a little less than $400 billion. So drugs cost as much as the salaries of all the, the physicians that you may see. Um, our total national health care costs are about $5 trillion. 
and people, a lot of people simply can't afford to pay for their medications. So what, what they'll do is they'll skip doses to stretch the dosing out. They'll lower the dose. Um, they'll ration the medications. They'll wait longer to refill medications. Um, understandable, but really not a good strategy because delaying or adjusting medications can really lead to serious health challenges. You know, one of the issues we're dealing with nationally is insulin rationing. Many people can't afford their insulin dose. And obviously, um, that's kind of an extreme example, but if you don't manage your diabetes well, that can lead to so many other problems. And that's one of the reasons why that's been um, near the top of President Biden's healthcare agenda is to try to have a cap on the cost for insulin therapy. I never thought I'd ask you about this, Dr. Raymond, but Ozempic has been in the news lately. It causes weight loss, and now we're dealing with Ozempic butt. What is that? I know. I, we talked about Ozempic <laughs> face before. Uh, Ozempic butt is really the same thing. Rapid weight loss that doesn't allow your skin to have elastic recoil or to sort of slowly reaccommodate to the loss of the subcutaneous fat that you have. So people have sort of deflated flabby, sagging butts. Um, and you can see that around the waist as well as in the face with the, this really significant weight loss that can happen over a very short period of time with, um, with Ozempic and other semaglutide drugs. All right. Uh, how about Dr. John Raymond's good news of the week? Well, good news of the week is there is a universal flu vaccine in the works that may be more effective than the seasonal flu vaccine that we get, can cover a lot more strains, and if it works well, um, maybe can help us avoid having annual flu shots. Early in development, but very promising. That is good stuff. Dr. John Raymond is the president and CEO of the Medical College of Wisconsin. As always, Dr. Raymond, thank you so much. Uh, Thank you, John. Have a great day.